1: Hey, it's Katie Neal. Welcome back to the Katie and Company podcast. This week on the show, I got to sit down with Justin Moore, who is just one of the like most polite, laid back, kind people to talk to. Like, I very much feel with him, what you see is what you get. And this is just a really good guy doing his thing, making music, taking care of his family. And he got to tell us some really fun stories about the first things he bought after he got his first number one song and how he signed his record deal on the same day as his wedding. All these wild Stories and more. Here they are in my conversation with Justin Moore. Enjoy. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. What's going on in Arkansas today?
2: Oh, uh, back to school with the kids. Uh, first day back to school. So that's always fun.
1: <laughs> I bet it was. Is it kind of like the pieces now being restored for at least part of the day in the Moore household? I'm sure Kate's glad to have a break.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's. You're exactly right. And um, it's a little weird today because uh, our last one, my son started kindergarten and our oldest started junior high. So, kind of emotional today, at least I was. My wife, she's like you said, she's just excited to get them back out of the house. I'm going, (laughs) oh.
1: She's got quiet for the first time in five years now that South is in school too, but I'm sure it's still emotional. Like your youngest in kindergarten, you're your oldest in junior high. Oh my gosh. Your babies are growing up, man. I know. It's crazy. I saw, I saw on your podcast recently that you had the girls out on the road with you. How'd that go?
2: It was good. You know, it, um, I, I love taking them out and I've, I've tried to coerce them to come out more than they do, but, um, Typically, they well, my oldest at least, she's the one usually going. Nah, I think I'll just stay here with mom. And uh, I was packing the other night, and she she was actually the one that said, "Hey, dad, can I go with you?" And I go, "Excuse me? <laughs> uh, yeah, please, can I help you pack?
1: What 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 do you? Do? Yeah, you yeah, that so moment where I, you're like, I'm still cool enough for you,
2: <laughs> just barely. Um, but yeah, we had a good time. We went to the movies and that we played a fair and so I, I guess I'll take South with me this weekend since he didn't get to go.
1: Do they do they get excited at shows? Like do they realize that their dad does something like pretty cool for work? Or are they like, eh, whatever?
2: <laughs> yeah, they're pretty much the latter. Um uh, they don't even go to the show. I mean to be honest, right? They were, they were out for a couple of a couple of shows and they're like, Dad, is it cool if we just stay on the bus? and watch our iPads or <laughs> something like, I guess, you know, I, so no, they don't, I mean, they know what I do because yeah. I've done it their entire life, but they don't really, they don't get jazzed up about it. That's for sure.
1: <laughs> it's too funny. Kids will always keep you humble, right?
2: Oh, no kidding yeah
1: (laughs) well congratulations on with a woman you love headed to the top of the chart this will be number 11 and then the fourth back to back that's got to feel really good
2: yeah thank you uh first of all um yeah i mean they never get old and the fact that you know we're 15 years into this now which is hard to believe and still haven't hit records on the radio um I mean, I, I'm humbled by it. Uh, I'm super appreciative of, of country radio and and the fans and and all the people who who it takes to to make this happen. And I mean, if you'd have told me this 20 years ago, our you know we would be enjoying this type of success and longevity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know that I would have believed it, uh, and I would have certainly signed up for it. So i I'm I'm, I'm thrilled about it.
1: That's awesome. Do you remember what the initial inspiration for this song was?
2: Well, I have to say Kate, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You have to.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You definitely, you have to, good man.
2: (laughs) No, um, you know, I don't specifically, I could lie to you and tell you that, you know, it was about this or that. I I think it was just um, the guys I wrote this with, we were just kind of sitting around, but we're all married and have been for a long time and, uh we're just kind of bsing about this or that and i don't know maybe i just gotten talked into a cat or something at the house uh, and the cat sleeping in bed with us or i I don't even know if i got talked into it i think it was just told to me we're getting a cat (laughs) something along those lines you know um and we were just kind of going over the fact that like you'll 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 do a lot more and accept a lot more things and uh, than you ever – you know, you, you used to be braggadocious and, you know, uh, when you're in high school or even beyond high school, you're going, I'm never doing that and I'll never do that. And, um, you know, I'll never spend all damn day at the mall uh holding the bags. And it, well, yeah, you will. If, if you get the right one, you will. And so – I think it just came from a lot of those conversations uh, we were having when we sat down to write.
1: Definitely. Was Kate a fan of this one?
2: She was, yeah. And it's so funny because, like, some songs as an artist, you know, like, okay, this has got a chance to be a big record. And some of them, you know, I know for me at least, I'm like, well, maybe, I don't know. And and this kind of is the that to me i mean i turned in my album and um the, the label everybody flipped out over this song and kate loved it and i'm going that i mean yeah it's all right i guess i mean i just it's just funny how it strikes people differently mm-hmm. you know and i it's one of our fastest rising in my career so clearly i don't know anything <laughs> um, and i should let everybody else choose my singles <laughs>
1: That's too funny. And then you got you and Kate are getting ready to celebrate a pretty big anniversary. Aren't you coming up here soon?
2: Yeah. So it's, um, uh, we, we just celebrated being together for 20 years in May and then, uh, she and I will celebrate, uh, being married 15 in September, which coincidentally is, is also when I signed my record deal the same day at my wedding. So did you really, it's a, yeah, it was just by fluke. I mean, it, it it just happened to be completely done that day, and so my manager brought it, uh, and I signed it at my wedding reception. So it's a pretty big day for us, and so
1: that's amazing. Uh, I mean, you you have to be like the only person they can say that they did that. <laughs> I would
2: I would say that's probably rarefied. Here. We
1: cut the cake and then Justin signed his record yeah. deal.
2: Well, it was funny because. Uh, Part of my band played um, my wedding reception, which meant I got up and played with them. And I I didn't we were leaving on our honeymoon, you know, the next day. So I didn't want to bring my guitars and stuff. So my manager brought uh, his guitar is he's a musician as well. And he he (laughs) he's pulling the guitar out to give to me. He goes, oh, by the way, I got uh, your record deal in here. Like it was in his guitar case. (laughs) I just bent down, signed it real quick. The rest is history. So
1: (laughs) that is so awesome. And then this single is our first look at what will be your seventh studio album. Where are you at in the process with that right now? Because I know that you have been so busy touring getting the kids back to school. Yeah,
2: Yeah, we're finished with it. Um, The label's had it now for I don't know, uh, a few months. And, and so we're, we're excited about it. We're done with it. Um, two duets on it. Um, one of, one of which might be the next single. I mean, we've done a lot of duets over the years on our albums, uh, but we've never released one to radio. So we're, we're kind of closing in on maybe that decision being made too. So
1: that's awesome.
2: Um, yeah, I'm excited about it. I mean, it's, it's, it's certainly not going to trick anybody i mean it, it's more of what we do you know best which is more straight ahead traditional stuff and uh i do think some of the uh, song ideas are or maybe a little uh unique if you will what and do you I, mean I unique <laughs> it's kind like different ideas um like titles that would make you go hmm i wonder what that's about you know i think a good turn really of a clever, phrase in there yeah I think some really clever uh, titles and ideas. um, And so I'm excited for people to hear.
1: That's awesome. I'm looking forward to hearing it. Hopefully some more new stuff before the end of the year. And then Labor Day weekend is upon us. And if if you had to say, if this is the best job you ever had as a country music artist, what was the worst job you ever had as a kid?
2: Mm, That's easy. I, I really wasn't. Well, I mean, I was kind of a kid. When I first moved to Nashville, I was working in the stock room of uh Pottery barn. I was like stocking shelves and that kind of stuff and it was fine i did, it, I didn't mind it uh but I didn't make but i don't know like eight nine bucks an hour and my buddy uh had moved to to Nashville with me uh from home and he answers this ad in the newspaper they still had newspapers back then um and still had ads in them uh, for jobs. The Kids watching this probably had no idea what I'm talking about, but anyway, uh, he shows up and he gets back home and he's got like seven, 800 bucks from the day. And I'm going, what in the world did you do? Did you rob a bank? And um, yeah, that was a lot of money back then. Still a lot of money. Especially for a day. yeah for a day and, and i'm working you know 45 hours a week in a stock room <laughs> bringing home 250 bucks or something um and it was selling meat long story short out of the back of a pickup truck like just hawking <laughs> steaks and stuff It And so
1: sounds fda approved
2: <laughs> yeah it was it was t- totally yeah we were it, we were Probably um, wanted for malnutrition issues in middle Tennessee <laughs> over those years. But long, long story short, he, he kept coming home with 500 bucks, 300 bucks, 700 bucks. And I'm like, you can't keep this up. There's no possible way. And he did. And so I finally, I'm like, I, I got to quit this stockroom job because he's making all this money. Um, and so we did. We, we went around. We had a freezer in the back of our truck. Uh, it wasn't plugged into anything uh it was terrible i mean it was awful uh, you're like the ice it, cream
1: man of meat
2: <laughs> but it was i mean it, it, you kind of did whatever in those days to, to survive you know yeah to, to put food on the table and it allowed me uh allowed me the opportunity to you know because i was making 12 grand a year at the time from a publishing company you know i was gonna that that was that was not good money <laughs> and uh but it allowed me the opportunity to go write and have the freedom to 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 be able to make 10 o'clock appointments to write songs. And and so, yeah, but, but it was awful. That was the worst.
1: (laughs) Do you remember what you did when you got that like first big paycheck after you got your first number one song after you like talk about, you know, you're basically a starving artist for many years.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I never forget it because, um, it was from small town USA obviously. And yeah, I coincidentally wrote that song, uh, Around that time, I was selling meat, uh, but uh, yeah, I was I was in Michigan, um, and and my wife called me, and she goes, she um, sent me a picture of a check, uh, and this was the first time my, we had gotten anything substantial, you know. Until then, we don't have enough money to take a bus. You yeah, know? and, and she, you know, yeah, even even after you have a hit, it, it still takes a while and so she called me and she goes they you got a a, you know messed up check from the bmi or whatever and i go what do you mean she goes well look at the picture i sent you and i'm like yeah they must have put an extra zero on that or something like it's (laughs) so i call i call my manager i'm like hey uh he goes no that's that's real and i go you got to be kidding me (laughs) (laughs) you know so and then I, I never forget. I, took, I called my dad and tell him, and soon after I, I go buy a, a boat, and he's like, "Son, really, the first check you're gonna go buy a brand new, real expensive boat." And it, he finally, he he finally calmed down. I was like, "No, Dad, I'm spending like forty five hundred dollars on this." Uh, 20-year-old boat. He's like, oh, okay. And so, yeah, we can we still get a kick out of that.
1: <laughs> That's amazing. And then last question before I let you go, we'll cut some liners. Um, I know how excited people are when they get to meet you and often feel very starstruck. Is there been a time recently where you got to meet someone, one of your heroes, where you felt that same way?
2: Uh, I, I really don't get that way very much.
1: You I'm feel too, very, you know like, cool now. and laid I'm, back I'm to me. I'm kind of
2: just like, I'm kind of... Uh, I don't know, the going. I don't really get too worked up, pretty even keel. But we did play a show with, uh, which I had met him before, but um, we played a show with George Strait back in, I think it was April or May here in Little Rock. And, I mean, just being backstage, you're like, that's the coolest dude on the planet. Like, he walks around with this, like, awesome country swagger, and you're like, God, it's George Strait. I <laughs> mean, it's George Strait. And so there's a little bit of that with him from, from me.
1: One of those people that definitely doesn't disappoint when you meet. You're like, you're exactly what I right. thought you were going to
2: be.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're the king. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.